Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I asked my son Ian this the other day. I mean, what's bigger with teens? Is it TikTok? Is it Snapchat? Or is it Instagram? I mean, what's really hot? Well, he was telling me like, well, they kind of hang out on all three services. So that's why this stat actually caught my attention the other day. 33% say that TikTok is their favorite social media app, surpassing Snapchat for the first time. Okay, but here's the deal. Popularity doesn't tell the whole story. Which the three, TikTok, Snapchat, or Instagram, has the most engagement, meaning that they're hanging on there the longest? Well, that's Instagram. Okay, so where's Facebook on the list? (laughs) It's just dead. And, you know, as I was just talking about this, I don't know why I had this strange thought. If a woman marries a man with grandchildren, does she become a Instagram? Ha ha, yes, I know that was really bad. But I promise you, it's going to get better because, yes, it's Kim Commando today. And because tech never stops, we've actually expanded my successful weekend radio show about all things digital to weekdays. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at 1 888 825 5254. Once again, that number, 1 888 825-5254. Okay, let's get started with five things that you need to know about tech. It's happening right now. And we're going to start with Elon Musk. Yes, he wants to own Twitter. And so many people have asked me before I talk about that, you know, how did Elon Musk make so much money? Well, first of all, right now he's 50 years old and he's worth about, hmm, I don't know, $260 billion. But how did he get so much freaking money? Okay, Elon Musk started his first company, Zip2, when he was just 23 years old. And he sold it to Compaq for $307 million. Wow. Then he co-founded PayPal. Yeah, you've heard of that. And was the largest shareholder, about 12%. And he sold it to eBay for $1.5 billion in October 2002. So we're all hearing about SpaceX and Elon Musk. Well, he actually founded SpaceX back in 2002 when he said he just wanted to make more affordable rockets. And in 2006, Tesla introduced its first car, the Roadster, which could travel 245 miles on a single charge. But the guy's been around money his whole life. I mean, when he was like 12 or 13 years old, he sold his first game called Blastar for about $500. And now we're talking about Elon Musk and Twitter and a hostile takeover. See, here's the deal. About a month ago, Twitter's stock was about $33 a share. Then Musk started looking at it, and he bought 9% of the company. He was asked to sit on the board. He accepted. And then within hours, he resigned. And now it's totally game on. Musk is offering shareholders $54.20 per share. If we do the math, that's $43 billion in cash. And in his offer letter, Musk says that in its present state, we can only assume that he's talking about Twitter banning people who they don't like, is that Twitter's never going to really fulfill its free speech mission. So Wall Street, totally skeptical. But remember, Musk is worth a lot of money. So the only thing that can stop him would be the shareholders refusing to sell. And he's offering them an 80% increase from the original sale price. So would you refuse? And we're going to be talking more about this on my weekend show here on WLS and also about how Twitter might change. Okay, let's move on to number two. Bots on Twitter. Now, we all know that when using Twitter, we're being manipulated and often misled, and now we know why. 
after rummaging through more than 200 million tweets discussing coronavirus and COVID-19 since this January alone. Researchers at Carnegie Mellon University claim that more than half were not by real Twitter users, but by bots. Yeah, it's all the bots. Oh, and in other Twitter news, go back to last year. Everybody was talking about NFTs, right? Those non-fungible tokens. Well, Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey, he got in early, selling the rights to his first tweet ever as an NFT. Now, it was bought by a crypto engineer, a guy by the name of Sino Estiva, for $2.9 million. So Estiva says... Oh, you know what? I'd like to sell it, and whatever we get, I'll donate half to charity. He thought that he'd be making around $50 million on this NFT. Right. Okay, so they put it up in an online auction. How much do you think it sold for? Remember, Sina Atefa paid $2.9 million for it. Well, it didn't go for $50 million. It didn't go for $25 million. It went for $280. <laughs> Wow. And the guy paid $2.9 million for it. I wouldn't be getting investment advice from Sina Estiva ever in my life. All right, let's move on to Russia. Number three, Russia wants to find Wikipedia. Yes, I said that. I mean, even though thousands of eyewitnesses confirm it, we have all these satellite photos that have captured images. Russia actually denies its barbaric attacks on Ukrainian civilians, women, children, and the elderly. Wow, the stories are just heart-wrenching. Russia says that the whole thing is a carefully staged lie by European nations and the United States. This is like dealing with this crazy person in your family, right? So now Russia is threatening, of all things, Wikipedia. Russia's censorship office, they have issued quite a few demands that Wikipedia immediately remove from what Russia calls, quoting now, unreliable, socially significant information, end quote. So let me explain. What Russia means is that all the news reports of war crimes, killing of innocent civilians, raping women, and other stories verified by eyewitnesses are just not true. And if Wikipedia doesn't remove it, Russia says they're going to fine Wikipedia 4 million rubles, which is about 50,000 American dollars. And if Wikipedia doesn't pay, just think, does Russia invade Wikipedia? Do, do they do a cyber attack? Do they take it down and put Wikipedia back up with their side of the story? Yes. Then, of course, the Russians would be able to explain everything. Uh, speaking of Russia, Apple and Google, number four on our list, they have issued emergency updates. This is major cybersecurity news, but no one seems to be talking about it. Let's start with Apple. Unless you get the latest update, hackers can access your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac, and they can inject malicious code. Google Chrome has a dangerous flaw that puts 3.2 billion, yes, I said billion again, users at risk. Now, what's major about this is that usually Apple and Google identify these security issues and they roll them out with this like one massive update once a week, once a month. Not That's not what's going on right now. Now, it's no coincidence the U.S. government has spent the past few weeks secretly removing Russian malware from computer networks around the world. Now, the American companies with the infected networks had no idea this is happening. So you need to do your part, folks. Take time today. Update all your devices, your operating systems, your programs, your apps, your smart devices, and your router. Remember, there's a war going on. And finally, number five. Wow, photographers still use film? Yes. It's a curious thing to me in this age of digital photography. Thousands of pro and semi-pro photographers still use film. 
But why? I mean, all digital photo editing software comes with filters to make those super sharp images look as though they were shot on film. But they say there's something about the film image itself that seems more pleasing, kind of like, you know, audio enthusiasts, including me, insist that vinyl records or that title streaming service, that music is just more pleasing and better sounding than digital music. So for years, after years of steady decline, it's hard to believe that film usage is on the rise, and it's about to get more expensive. Fujifilm produces most of the world's photographic film, and they report that the cost for film, the paper, the chemicals, is up anywhere as high as 60%. Now, some of the rising cost is silver, and some, regardless of which side the political fence you're on, it's actually due to inflation. Uh, so again, cost of film's going up. And in a freak accident this past week, a photographer was killed when a huge lump of cheddar landed on him. Yes, people tried to warn him, but he didn't get it. See, cheddar, say cheese. I know that's bad. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like having a first aid kit, but not keeping it stocked up. You think you're safe, but you're not being as, as practical as you think. What you need is a VPN. It doesn't take a lot of technical know-how to access your network. A smart 12-year-old can do it. So that's why you need to use ExpressVPN. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. Works on all your devices, your phones, your laptops, your tablets, and more. So you can stay secure on the go. Head over to expressvpn.com Kim. That's expressvpn.com Kim. Coming up, we have all of your phone calls and a great tip on how to find something fabulous to watch this weekend here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 Coming up in just a few moments, how to find what to watch on Netflix. And how about we start this hour with Andy? Hello there, Andy. Glad to have you with us. I'm 52 years old. Okay. And I decided I want to build websites. Okay. And I graduated from a school. It's called Lambda School. It's out of San Francisco. Okay. All right. And I'm having a heck of a time trying to find a job because of my age. Oh, really? I've talked to yeah, both both of my uncles are both computer programmers and they pretty much told me that I'm not going to get a job at my age. Oh, you know what? That's sad, isn't it? I would never want somebody yeah, to tell I, me that. You know, and, and the funny thing is, the people that are getting hired out of this school, I'm better than them. <laughs> well, okay. You know what? I you know what? I when somebody tells me Andy that I can't do something, that just makes me want to do it more. <laughs> okay, it's like you yeah, know. Me too. <laughs> okay. Well, I love that. And people told me that number one. I mean, I have a computer science degree. But, oh, girls don't get those degrees, and girls don't go into radio, and girls don't talk about computers on the radio. I mean, it's like you know, a friend of mine said, "God, could you pick like any more industries where women were not prevalent?" <laughs> I mean, like you know, like just add them all up. So here's here's what I would do. Um, I would I would make a project somehow. What what's your when you say build websites? What languages are you using? I'm I'm using well I'm 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 prolific in JavaScript and Python. Awesome. Okay, both you know Python's tough. I commend you for that. It's really that's a tough one. Um, maybe what you want to do is make a project something. And then you can distribute it for free as like evidence of your skill set, even if it's a website. Um, you know, obviously go on your LinkedIn and say that you're looking for opportunities. Just be careful of any scammers. 
I would also try to counteract any age discrimination by looking at my social media and because, you know, wherever you're going to wherever you're going to get a job or apply, they're going to look at all your social. You know that. And I would put up like adventure pics, you riding your bike, mountain biking, right? Uh, okay. You showing that you're catching the biggest fish that you can, um, whatever, whatever it is, like rock climbing, kayaking. What do you like to do? I'm, I'm actually an avid skydiver. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know, I always said I would never jump out of a perfectly good airplane. But that's okay. <laughs> I, I hear that a lot. Okay. Um, all right. Skydiving. You know, age is... I've got, a, I've got a video on me the first time I ever did it. And, the, and you're going to laugh your, your butt off. But I um, didn't want to come out of the plane. And I'm shaking my head no to this guy. <laughs> And he comes out with a club because you got to come out and hang on this wing outside the airplane. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm going to let go. And I passed out. Oh, gosh, did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> but it was a static shoot, so therefore when I jumped out, it automatically opened. Oh, nice. And then I, then I woke up and I was like, wow, this is the greatest thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> and then you went back for more? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, gosh. You're crazy, Andy. And the funny thing is, is I'm <laughs> petrified of heights. No way. Honest? Yeah, that's how I think I conquered my, my heights by doing that. Oh, all right. So I definitely want to see pictures of you skydiving. I think that's amazing. Um, you know, you might have better luck with smaller firms than with larger firms. And the other thing, too, is keep in mind that when you submit resumes, that it's first seen by a robot, right? It's not seen by a human being. Yes. And so maybe you start eliminating some dates uh, that may be along the way. You only go back two or three jobs instead of five jobs or whatever, you know. But you definitely... Well, I've, never, I've never had a job in the tech industry. I've always been... My, my main thing was I was a ma I've been a manager most of my life mm -hmm. and I was really sick of doing stuff like that I always considered it being an adult babysitter yeah unfortunately that would it often ends out to be but what I would do is make sure that you have a nice online portfolio and maybe in the beginning you look for remote work at some of these jobs uh, that are available, you know, on the major job sites like, you know, LinkedIn and Indeed. And, you know, you know how to, you know how to search for a remote job. Maybe even start getting some, uh, look at Upwork and get some freelance work along the way. Get a few gigs under your belt. Because then once you, get yes. few, once you get a few gigs. That was going to be my next question is uh, my uncle, the one that was really good at programming, says I have the abilities to do my own, to create my own. Yes, you do. I yes, I thoroughly believe that you do. I think any, anybody does. If you've got the drive and you've got the ambition, and obviously you have that and you have the talent, you can do it. So, you know, build a portfolio online that shows some examples of what you've done because uh, you're going to need that if you go over to a place like Upwork or Fre Freelance or wherever you're going to be, you know, posting or replying and submitting bids to things. And then now you have some type of semblance. So if I see you and I need something done on the site, as I can look at your work, your history of work, and then you're going to bid on various projects. And then that's how you start creating some momentum so that this way 
you know, you'll be able to, uh, you know, you'll be able to get some, at least some interviews. You'll be able to do your own thing and start creating your very own destiny, not reliant on anybody else. Because I can tell you right now, the one thing that I totally got from this whole conversation with you, Andy, is you don't want you don't want to be accountable for everything to somebody else that you want to do your own thing. I mean, you're a skydiver and you combated that. I mean, you went back to school because you wanted to be a programmer. I mean, I just can't imagine you with a millennial manager, you know, asking about your feelings when I know that you're going to want to go out and conquer the world and you can do it. I believe in you. All right, so the weekend's upon us. What are you going to watch? Netflix has more than 15,000 titles for you to watch. And even then, you might find yourself saying, hey, there's nothing on. Uh, here are a few tricks. Netflix does a pretty good job recommending what you might want to watch next. But if you think it's not working for you, head into the Viewing Activity tab in your account settings and then delete individual films and shows. You can also select hide all and you can do a complete reset but if you're looking for something to watch this weekend on netflix inventing anna so good that's when a journalist investigates the case of anna delvey she was that instagram legendary heiress who stole the hearts and money of new york elites so good and has nine episodes and over on hulu you might want to take a look at the dropout about elizabeth holmes and then there's also we crashed that is also fabulous hey listen you want to stay right where you are Coming up in just a few moments, we have more of your phone calls. Oh, and I've got this fantastic tip about how to send a self-destructing email. Yes, you can do that here on The Kim Commando Show. All right, coming up in just a few moments, if you're tired of paying for Microsoft Office or Adobe Photoshop, oh, I have some ways that you can get it for free. But first, let's talk about how to send a self-destructing email. I mean, how'd you like to be able to do that? It's kind of like Mission Impossibleist. Well, it's built right into Gmail. For instance, you could write an email in your browser, click the confidential mode button. Okay, that's the padlock with a clock. And here's where you can set the time for when the email erases itself. Maybe it's a day, a week, a month, three months, or maybe even five years. You can also require a text password to open the email. Now, when the expiration date arrives, the email's text will disappear. But here's the deal. The recipient will still see the email subject in their inbox. Now, confidential mode works best for email between two Gmail addresses. If you're not using Gmail, there's a service called CloakMy. And it's a free online service to send a secure message, an encrypted self-destructing email. Again, that's called CloakMy. But just keep in mind that if somebody has something on their screen, it's not exactly like it can't be there forever because anybody can screenshot that, right? Mm, I know. There's always a gotcha when it comes to tech. Let's go back to the phones right now with Donna. Welcome to the show. My husband and I, we get to travel to the United Kingdom to visit our son and daughter-in-law. He um, was in the Army, met somebody who is British, and they happen to live over there. So our challenge is, is when we go over to visit, is our cell phone. We want to be able to have access to a cell phone. But we have a local small carrier that I'll never change out of because it works where we live, so we don't have mm -hmm. any of the major ones. Okay. So is there an option with a cell phone that we could have here that we use and maybe just change out a SIM card? Over you are there? so smart. You are so smart. Yes, you can do that. 
Um, the, what you're going to do is when you get over to the UK, or you could buy it beforehand, but it's just as easier to get it when you get there, is that if you have an unlocked phone, okay. Correct. Uh, then what you do is you can buy a SIM card when you get there. And basically you're going to buy by the by the data, just like you would a regular plan will cost you $50, $60 a month, the same thing. Uh -huh. And you've got some different providers. You have O2, uh, Voda, okay. o, O2, Vodafone, and EE. Uh, okay. Any time that I go over there, I buy O2 because it just seems for me it has the best coverage in town and outside of, outside of London. Um, are you in the countryside? So it, Manchester area. So oh, they close. live there and we do a lot of going up to the Lake District and um, around in that area. So um, northwest. Oh, well, you know um, what? England. You, you know what? You can look at coverage maps. You can also go ask your son. I would ask him who's okay. the big carrier and then pick one of the three, get the SIM card for whichever one of the carriers. You know, what's so funny about this is that you and I actually have something in common is that I have a family member who met somebody online playing an online game, okay? Um, they got married, <laughs> okay? And, <Yep. laughs> and he was, I mean, he lived in Georgia. She lives in Cornwell, England, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, and my husband was talking to him. He's like, dude, you know, 150 million women in the United States, you can't find one here? I mean, really? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. That was also him. He met online um, while he was stationed in Germany. So we are lucky to get to go over there from That's, here. You know what? It's nice. How long do you go over for? Um, I've been three times, and I say about three weeks because before we had to quarantine. Oh, and yeah. then my husband stayed a month um, thanks to his round of COVID that he got over there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so he got to quarantine for two more weeks. <laughs> Oh, mm -hmm. well, you know, so, but I just read this, I just read this morning or yesterday that, you know, the UK, they totally lifted all the mask mandates. So Yes, they which, have. And no quarantine, and it doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed, so it's isn't very it, good. Isn't it nice that life is going back to normal? I mean. Yeah, and, and sometimes when you work outdoors, it doesn't change much for you. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. My, it is true. My cows, my cows don't care. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> you know what? You ought to look into that VR I was telling you about. That's totally legit. <laughs> um, yeah, mine don't run around a little too wild. Okay, so. all right. Well, but, we're not... I, but I will look into that. I, I do look at your information because I work with kids who need a lot of technology and assistive technology. And your last... Um, uh, last couple of weeks with some assistive technology, I've been able to pass along oh, to students good. I work with. Oh, thank you, so, Donna. You're so kind. Perfect. Now it's time for another great tip. This one's about free software, and it's brought to you by Simply Safe. What does U.S. News, PC Magazine, and Popular Science have in common? Well, they all ranked Simply Safe Home Security as the best home security of 2021, and U.S. News just named Simply Safe the best home security of 2022 as well. And with good reason. Simply Safe just protects your entire home. We're talking about every door, every window, every room, with the best 24-7 professional monitoring in the business. With this comprehensive set of sensors and cameras, like they have this new wireless outdoor security cam, 
you always know what's going on both inside and outside your home. They have the video doorbells too. At less than a dollar a day, you have no long-term contracts and you get 60 days risk-free. So what are you waiting for? You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. And their live customer support team is just a phone call away, seven days a week, 365 days of year. And you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes by going to the special address. That's simplysafekim.com. And if you go today, go right now, you're going to claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That address again is simplysafekim.com. Simplysafekim.com. You know, buying software is expensive, but why are you paying for Microsoft Office or Adobe Photoshop? Because you can get pretty much the same programs for free. Yes, I said free. Now, no doubt Microsoft Office, everybody uses it. It's the gold standard. But before you shell out money for Microsoft Office, check out LibreOffice. It has a great word processor along with it does the spreadsheets, presentations, databases, and more. Plus, yes, it's that special word. It's free. Now, Google Drive is another great option to replace Microsoft Office. That's free. You get Docs and Sheets and Slides, Google Meet instead of Teams, Mail and Drive. And, you know, here's the deal. A lot of people, including my sister, she's an educational psychologist. She asked me this the other day, like, why would I want to switch everybody from Microsoft Office to Google Drive? Okay. The basic reason is if you do a lot of real-time collaboration. You know, Google Drive, it's really hard to beat because you get cloud storage, access to the desktop apps, but it's really when you're able to have documents just stored in the cloud and then a lot of people have access to it. You can see all their changes and that's where you want to go back to say Google is a better answer. It's a better solution than Microsoft. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about Adobe Photoshop. It's always been super expensive and really hard to learn, too. I mean, I've been doing this for so many years. I still don't know Photoshop, but I can use the free photo editor GIMP. That's right, G-I-M-P. It's been around for a really long time. So what that means for you is that there are tons of YouTube tutorials about how to use it. Finally, another Adobe pricey program is Illustrator. And that's what you use to create these fancy logos and infographics, posters, flyers, things like that. Well, you can save your money and you can use Inkscape instead. It's just fantastic. Now, you'll find links to these free alternative programs over at my website. That's commando.com with a K. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com because, hey, that's what we like to do, save you some money. All right, you want to stay right where you are because still to come this hour, we'll be talking about how you can remove images from Google search results. Oh, and if it's springtime, I have a great app you're going to love because it helps you identify birds by sounds here on the Kim Commando Show. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hey, just a quick reminder, you can catch the Kim Commando Show, the weekend show here, Saturday and Sunday nights, all three hours on WLS or online. Just head over to WSAM.com. But it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, the weather's getting better, the birds are singing. And when things shut down because of that whole pandemic, you remember that, there weren't too many options. 
I mean, you could binge watch everything on Netflix or you could bake bread, but a lot of people went outside and that led them to the free app from the Cornell Lab called Merlin Bird ID. So if you didn't know what kind of bird you were looking at, you could ID them through photos and descriptions, even upload a photo to be analyzed. So now with over a million folks using the app, it's actually been turned into kind of like a Shazam for birds. So with Sound ID, the app can identify a bird by listening to this short audio clip. Isn't this just amazing? And trying to identify birds by sound has always been really tricky because of this vocal range. And some have regional inflections that make the process more difficult. But this app called Merlin Bird ID, it analyzes the sounds in real time and it compares them to recordings that have been contributed by thousands of, I should say, citizen scientists. They can identify 400 different species on this continent alone. The app again is called Merlin Bird ID. I guess you might call it an interpreter. <laughs> All right. Okay. That one's pretty bad. All right. Hello there, Pete. Welcome to the show. What's going on and how can I help you out? Well, my wife and I have two foster boys. Uh, the oldest is 12. And in many ways, he knows more about computers than I do. <laughs> um, he, We really want to get both a tablet. Uh, we're limited in the amount that we can spend. It has to be able to run Google Docs for uh, uh, for school. But we really need to be able to have good tight uh, parental control. So, so two questions, both on what would be a good tablet that, that that's not too spendy, and what would be a really good program that uh, would allow us to really tie in and 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 monitor and uh, limit access. Um, Pete, does the school offer any Chromebooks for the kids? Um. <laughs> The school does have um, uh, some Chromebooks, and they can take them home. However, um, we are liable if anything happens to those, mm -hmm. um, if they do bring them home. And for a little while, uh, one of them was, was doing that, but I know that he was accessing a lot of other stuff and not doing homework. Yeah. And so I really wanted to have something so I, I could know during homework time that he's actually doing homework. Yeah, see, see, with a tablet, it gets pretty hard sometimes for the kids to actually do homework because they don't have that big keyboard, you know, when they start typing things out. And then you have to get an external keyboard. That's why I would be inclined to make sure and just have them use the school's Chromebooks because it's configured. But what we want to do is limit access to that Chromebook when it comes in the house. Because so this way you're not giving them the tablet and then you're also having to purchase uh, a parental control system. That mm -hmm. you're only gonna you're only gonna have a parental control. I normally like to hand out and give parents at least three different recommendations, okay, uh, for okay. products. But in this case, there's only one that I really like that does work. And what it's going to do is to filter the content at the network level. So no matter what device the kids bring home or whatever device their friends bring over, is that you'll know that the whole network is locked down, okay. Okay. Uh, there's Disney Corporation. I know a lot of people don't like them right now, but Disney uh, has a product called Circle, and it's called Meet Circle. It's about 120 bucks a year. And it's called what? It's called Meet, Meet? Circle. Yes, Meet okay. Circle. And it's a circle, okay. and it works on the router level, and it filters everything that comes from the Internet into your home. And so you can also give the kids, because you said one's in, one's in seventh grade and one's in fourth grade. Is that right? 
Correct. Okay. So, you know, you may give the seventh grade different privileges than you might the fourth grade uh, child. And in addition to that, you can set up various um, levels, I guess you'd say, of uh, rewards. And so if they take the trash out, maybe they get an extra 15 minutes. Uh, if they bring come home with a report that's a hundred percent, maybe they get an hour of playing video games. You can you can you can filter it down very granular, and so you can also say at eight o'clock nobody's allowed on the internet. You can get on, but they won't be allowed. And so that's what I like about it is that we that you are able to see everything that they do because you'll be able to see it, and you'll you'll also get a report of places where they tried to go that they couldn't go. But you're not mm-hmm. having you're not having to buy new devices in order to do that. Is that you can use the existing devices that that they are going to carry to and from school, and they're going to have to learn to care for it because that's just part of life. I mean, they're going to carry a laptop, a phone, a device for the rest of their lives. And uh, you know, let's just make sure that we buy them some good backpacks, okay? And okay. we get the the meat circle device. Does that make better sense for you? Actually, it does. That's a really good idea. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Thanks for your call today, Pete. I'm happy that I could help you out. Thank you very much. Bye. Hey, if you do like the Kim Commando Show, I just want to remind you, you can get the entire Kim Commando Show, the weekend show, also as a podcast, commercial-free. You can also watch us do the show, but you have to head over to a special address. That's getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. Oh, and just one more thing. If you love technology, and I know you do, I want to make sure that you're getting the Kim Commando Show newsletters. Just head over to commando.com slash subscribe, and we have all kinds of newsletters. We have breaking news alerts. We have tips. We have uh, we have newsletters just for Windows users and Android users and Apple users. So basically, you go to commando.com slash subscribe. You give us your email address. We're not going to spam you, I promise. And then you check the newsletters that you want. And also, there's the Preference Center. So if you tell us that you like more smart home technology type of things, or if you want more news, we can go ahead and we can deliver that to you. So once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe to sign up for the free Kim Commando Show newsletters. That's with a K, of course, commando.com slash subscribe. All right, we all love Google Maps and Google Street View. But maybe it's unnerving that your house and address number is visible for anyone to see on the Internet. Now, you can request a privacy blur over pictures of your home. Now, Google Street View has collected well over 10 million miles of photos, so your house is probably on there. So if this bothers you, open Google Maps and look up your address. You find the Street View photo that you want to blur. Now, Google says that the image has to show your face, your home, or other identifying information, which it probably does, so no worries there. But here's where the magic happens. In the bottom right, click Report a Problem. Just fill out the form and then click Submit. But here's the deal. You have to make sure that you're 100% certain about removing the image because once the photo is blurred, there's no way for Google to reverse it. Now, what about photos of you or your kids that show up in a Google search? You can actually make them disappear forever if you meet certain criteria. Now, these are called sharents, you know, parents who share way too much. And when the kids grow up, many kids aren't so happy that their parents and grandparents post all these kids. So 
usually have to contact the owner of a website to have a photo removed from the Google search results. But now there are some few simple steps. Anybody under the age of 18 or a parent or a guardian can ask Google to remove images from the Google search results. We have the steps to make that magic happen and what you need to do over on our website at commando.com. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget the show never ends on my website. That's commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening. <laughs>